0: You are listening to Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. Welcome back to episode 103 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. This is just going to be a podcast with some uh, random thoughts, uh, feelings and things that I've been, you know, pondering the last few days and just contemplations, stuff like that. You know, sometimes I go kind of heavily into the spirituality and not negative, but just facts that are going on on the planet and it can get a little gray. So, you know, you always have to shake off that mud, stay positive and move forward. Always move forward. So random thoughts, man. Um, You know, in my own life, I've been kind of busy with my job and just circumstances at my home, everything like that, just making sure that everything is right and correct. You know how to maintain a family, you know, you have to dedicate time to it and make sure that everything is going the way it needs to go, so partially that partially my career I'm pretty busy at work and everything like that and kind of borderline burnout so last couple of days this has been a kind of a big holiday, I haven't done anything since like Friday, May 24th I've just been bumming out like a bum you know, like half asleep, half listening to YouTube, but you need those days, you know, it's like you always have pedal to the metal pushing yourself always trying to You know, get that upper hand, get that advantage and putting a lot of stress on yourself, which is great. And and that's what it's about, you know, maximizing. But equally, you know, as much as you push yourself, you have to also apply that uh, place where you take, you know, you glide. And you just let the momentum take you. Very, very important, you know, to, to understand that. So I'm actually literally sitting in a park by my house. This is Edison, New Jersey over here, for those of you that know Jersey. And a little residual area. It's literally sitting in this park, Roosevelt Park. With a little MP3 recorder I purchased in New York City about, I don't know, last summer I think? Late last summer? I haven't had a chance to really use it. I'm using it now. I tested it. It it, it worked okay. seemed to work okay mechanically. little MP3 recorder. little Sony. But I'm using it now. I'm sitting here with my Black Lab, my Jackson. She's sitting over here well behaved. So, yeah, if you look at uh, my YouTube video, you'll see occasionally slipping in and out of the scenes. she's the best. so again back, back to where I was the random thoughts you know I've been just lazing out just taking it easy and it's kind of recharged my batteries. It's crazy though because you got to be careful as you start relaxing that pillow starts feeling a l- little too comfortable and that rust rust starts building up on the joints you got to kind of get up and shake out of it. You don't want to be in that state one two or three days like that. Because then you, you get real lazy and it's not healthy. But you need to have that balance in all things, you know. It does something to you. It recharges your brain a little bit. And I was thinking, you know, let me get a podcast. I actually started one yesterday, and it, there was no energy in it. I was just kind of babbling, kind of repeating myself. And I said, "Well, you know, let me let me not do this. Not that I have the greatest podcast, but I try to make every episode of my." podcast like a chapter, like something good that you're going to get something from. I don't like to just talk for the sake of talking. So I hung it up and, you know, I feel, you know, I structured this one, completely different topic. Um, just like I said, random thoughts, which is a topic. So let me bring the dog out and check out this MP3 recorder and see how it works. So anyway, there's that. So I'm literally sitting in this park like a little hut in the park. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, I did a few things like, uh, like I said, I've been off since Friday the 24th. This is, I guess this is Memorial Day. It is. I always mix up Memorial Day and Labor Day. So I've been uh, working in my basement organizing my clothes. that were a wreck because I had a whole mix-up of, first of all, clothes that I haven't worn in a few years, and they're all mixed up in my own clothing, which is a big no-no. And, you know, the transition between the hot and cold weather here. So... The change of this New York City area between the hot and cold uh, is tough because clothing-wise, you get everything all mixed up. So what I did was I had so many bulky sweaters and things mixed up. I went to Lowe's and got some boxes, like the extra-large moving boxes. And I basically folded up all my winter stuff nice and neat and put it in and labeled the box on the outside. So I put, you know, bulky gray sweater, Louis Vuitton, whatever it is, you know, whatever that I put in there I don't have a lot of Louis Vuitton shit but labeled it all up you know neatly squarely lined up and I filled up like four boxes of stuff that I really don't need during the warm weather so it's neatly put away and, and it freed up so much space for me I was able to hang up like a lot of my polo shirts my little collared shirts uh, stuff like that my, my uh, kind of business casual clothing that I wear to work I can just hang it up and visually see it you know hanging which is always desirable so I did that. I also uh, kind of took my bench out of retirement. Uh, haven't worked on in a bit in about a year or so, but I positioned it in, in my basement where I get a lot of stuff done where I can actually start using it and see if me and the wife get back to working out again, you know, d- dedicated to that. So always gotta stay in shape. You know, very important. So I got that done, and just kind of just organizing a lot of other different little stuff. You know, the the little room that I do my recordings upstairs on. You know, just doing a little maintenance there. So there's that. So let's get into a little bit. I'm gonna give some random thoughts and just some stuff that's going on. About 3,500 BC, meaning 5,500 years ago, because this is the year 2019. So basically, 5,500 years ago men domesticated the horse on what's currently in what's currently better known as Kazakhstan or the Eurasian steppe as you know if you know anything about uh, the Mongols and Genghis Khan you know what that means already and especially what what they wreaed uh, around the 1200s so uh, that's that's something to, to ponder on really and as a side note if you're into that Genghis Khan and such and that Eurasian step that during that period with the Khan, check out Marco Polo on Netflix which is amazing, I think it's two seasons and there's a character under Thousand Eyes he's crazy, he's cool, Chinese dude he's awesome, kind of like Master Poe and shit, and then the next one is uh, let's see, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, it's a podcast and he gets into the uh, reign of the Khan. you know it's amazing man, I don't think it's a freebie anymore on this podcast but if you had to pay to listen to it, it's definitely worth it, you know I go into all these different topics, you know. Just keeps me stimulated. So, since man domesticated the horse 5,500 years ago, basically it transitioned this planet from a checkerboard to a chessboard as far as the game of living, the game of life goes because everything just got a lot more faster and a lot more complicated and a lot more strategic. So we need to, from that point, 5,500 years ago, we really had to pay close attention. Not to just the savages and the saber-toothed tigers and stuff that wants to literally eat you and predate on you. But now you have to worry about some dude literally three days away with a band of horses that could come and clean your clock literally in, in, you know, like 90 minutes, you know, and just pick the bones afterwards. So you had to really pay attention. That's why I have such great respect for leaders like Hannibal, Barker, and Alexander the Great and such because they were just so phenomenal, you know? Not fictional generals, real-life generals. Uh, let's see, where am I at right now? I don't want to pause this too much because it's hard in post-production to stick these MP3s together. So, where are we at? Since that time on The Step, we know what transpired over there with that, uh, with Genghis Khan and and with the horses and such. The, the application of the horse as a technology to dominate the planet is amazing. Kind of like the nuclear technology and the whole digital technology that's being applied to warfare right now, as, as you could see it demonstrated, you know, as they so gleefully blow people up and blow them apart. Uh, children and such, which I, I don't get. But anyway, that's a different subject. They have no voice, poor kids. Um, yeah, I was online listening to Gary Vee talk about a few different strategies for the, uh, again, this is just a random, like I said, random thoughts, man. So I was listening to Gary Vee online and he was talking about, you know, strategies for social media, branding, you know, branding yourself, branding what you do. Because when you start branding, you really start transcending everything around you because sneakers are no longer sneakers. They become your brand. Right? Your wine is no longer just a bottle of wine, but it's your branded wine. Right, Even your talk is now your branded talk, which is what I do with this podcast. It's my brand. So I'm listening to him talk about the, the strategies for social media and, and how to apply your brands and stuff like that. And immediately I started thinking, uh, he said the most valuable thing in social media right now is your brand. And it kind of sparked me to really start thinking of... He, first of all, he's right. And second of all, what do we apply value to? Why t- what types of things in our lives that we interact with on a daily basis or just have to deal with that we deem valuable or, or, or apply or associate that with value within our own lives or, or not apply value to something that's basically useless. And it's amazing when you look around yourself, you see a lot of people, you know, what they apply value to. Okay, so back to Gary Vee. He was talking about when he was a kid, he would go to these yard sales, I don't know 25 years ago, 30 years ago, he'd see these yard sales and he'd pick he's a little younger than I Gary Vee, He would pick um, these baseball cards and basically these baseball cards, you know, he had a very sharp eye for them. He would take them home and document them and check them out and he'd triple his money on these cards, you know. So who knows, you know, occasionally you'll get a couple 100 bucks for a baseball card, but how long in rea- reality did that really last that whole baseball card boom? You know, it didn't last a very long time. Because there's no true value in that paper with ink stamp to it, you know. Very few times will you really find that. That's why in life you have to be very careful what you apply value to. That that's kind of like the point I'm trying to get at. You have to be very careful what type of things you apply value to, right? That Ken Griffey card is going to be valuable now, but if you get it, it's like a hot potato in your head. You better sell that shit, because who who knows? You know, unless if it's a real a real legitimate like hard investment, you know, like some something legit. like a piece of art or something like that you know over time that's just going to hold its value so let's see Um, I'm just going to put it on stop right now so basically in essence what happened this is recording to mp3 number 2 from the park today so just to know what part I'm up to so this is I had to stop for a second so we apply value to a lot of these things like these Ken Griffey cards and these Michael Jordan, you know, magazines or whatever, and, you know, we, sneakers. We put value to them. So, you know, you have to be very careful what you deem that is valuable to you and, and to your time, which two most important things to you. is your time, basically. So, as you start looking closer into this, like, I remember there was times when people would collect those rookie jerseys and the Beanie Babies and just all kind of baseball cards, it was, it was a crazy time, you know, so as I started thinking about what, what people deem valuable, I kind of just put a short list, and it's not like a big major list, but just the general thoughts as far as what, you know, what I deem to be valuable, and what should be deemed valuable in life. So, number one, I put as, you know, as all things, uh, as far as living life strategically, that is, is always try to slow down that inner dialogue, that inner voice that you have, and Examine uh, your inner voice to see what it's 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 saying to you, and which way it's trying to locate or, or conduct a locomotive train that is your life. That so, so you got to examine that inner voice because what happens is that inner voice is running the true train of your life. Uh, you know, just subconsciously without you being aware of it. So try to examine what it's trying to tell you, and what moves that 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 voice, that inner voice, is, is making, and slow that dialogue down so you can see which way your life is going. Okay, so the first one, the first thing that you have to look at is that inner voice, that that inner dialogue. Number two is always look into your interactions with people. Look at how, look at closely how uh, what they say aligns with what they do. Because in many instances, you're going to have a person that's saying one thing, but what they're doing is completely different. So that person is something to be observed because they're not really consistent with nature they're they're saying one thing and they're completely doing something else of course people bs one side to another you know opinions and that gray those gray areas but legitimately if somebody professes to be a friend but they're like stabbing you in the back that's something that you really got to be observant of because that's something that can really hurt your career or just create a really ugly situation in life in general you know <clears throat> so you have to be observ observant of, of those types of things when you interact with people um, number three and this is really from the Hagukuru, you know the uh, the book of Hidden Leaves that Japanese book for the Samurais Hagukuru, amazing book so in, in Hagukuru it says always look for the little things you know the little changes just the little things tell you a lot and, and that is very true I can't explain it completely like I said a couple of episodes back you got to be able to connect the dots this is kind of philosophy you know and now that I'm on the top topic of philosophy, the guy that lately I've been getting, I love to change subjects, right? The guy that I've been listening to a lot on YouTube, he's amazing, is Seneca, Roman. You know, Roman, but he was a Stoic. So Seneca's pretty cool. Give him a check out on YouTube. So anyway. Um, well, you know, in the Hago Court States, to always be careful and be observant of the little things, because that, the little things, it tells you a lot, Okay. Don't just, uh, don't just look at what's being done, but look at how it's being done. That's going to tell you a lot, okay? So that's number three. Number four is be observant of patterns and timings in life. I always say that one. That's 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 a, That should be number one in everything. Be observant of patterns and timings in nature. Not just in life, but in nature. Life is just seemingly your own life, but in nature. This is the big picture of everything. Okay, number five is have many lenses in your philosophical toolbox. You know, there's different, the, the way you view life and the way you think things happening in your life is through different lenses that we apply. You know, you're at a baseball game, you have your fun time lenses on. When you're, you know, in class, you have your study time lenses on. So there's many different lenses that we apply in life. So you have to understand the situation you're in demands a different lens or maybe a combination of two different lenses to really understand what you're seeing what's happening in front of you. So as life presents its challenges to you, you have to make sure that you select the right lens. You know, sometimes you're looking at a situation where it's some kind of financial stuff where some numbers have to be added up and just different things are happening in your life that you have to be very cold and calculated. You're going to want to put your stoic, uh, stoic philosopher lens on and, and really examine it from that, from that standpoint because these are decisions that have to be made that are just cold and just numbers, you know. Let's say you want to go on vacation. And uh, you're trying to figure out what's the best island to go to, or what you want to do. You know, you, you you know. So so back to that stoicism. You, you might want to put your Seneca lens on, or your Marcus Aurelius lens, or you know one of those just to be stoic about things. So that that's the one lens looking at that. But if you want to go on vacation or do something like that, you might you might want to put on your Epicurus lens on, which is the philosopher Epicurus who was it who founded Epicureanism, which is to live to enjoy life and see the brightest side of all things. So it depends on what, what you have happening in front of you because you have the more lenses that you have in your life, the more enjoyment you get and get out of your life. And the better you're gonna be able to explain yourself and the situations that you're you're handling in life. It's very, very important. You know, enjoyment and, and serious time and work time, these are all very important to us. Just like I said that lazy time when you sit around and just Lays off half asleep, you know, with YouTube blurring in the back. It's awesome. Awesome to do this shit once in a while. A couple of days here and there. Especially like on a cloudy day, it's nice to do. Um, so, let's see what else. Yeah, it's because, you know, there's going to be times, even in business, you're going to have a situation where something that's often timing or just something that's not right and you're trying to figure it out, with a client or something like that, and you might want to reach off for your metaphysical lens, you know, where something is not really explained to you ABC in front of you, but something you have to deduce from your environment and what's around you and from you just using your, as Terrence McKenna calls it, your... your instinct, he calls it. You know, that Taoist movement, he calls it instinct, which is very true in a way if you're looking at it from a Western lens. It is instinct, you know, but it's a lot more than that too. So you you have that lens to look at it from. And then the other thing is you have to have the ability to see everything through every lens. Have the ability to do that. You don't have to have to do it, but have the ability to do that. I don't know what that means, but it's important. You know, you have to shift and shake around and be able to make evaluations on the fly of things really, really quickly, you know, so, yeah, so back, uh, yeah, those are just some random thoughts that I had, um, I would sit here and talk about television and things like that or different music that's happening, but I, re- again, I don't listen to music and I don't, I do listen to music like jazz and different stuff like that, reggae, different music, but I don't get all enmeshed with music, there, there can be weeks that I don't listen. Well, at least a week or two that I don't listen. I did see something funny, though. There's this uh, guy, this rap dude, and he's got a cowboy hat on, and he's trying to do something with Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, so Nas X or some shit. But this video was so fucking stupid. I mean, you know? I mean, I'm not crazy about the music. No, give me some old Wu-Tang or something like that. that I like that. Or some Rolling Stones or some good old some Puerto Rican music. Love it. But that's the stuff, a lot of the stuff they have coming out to now is pretty much uh, not not really that good. You know? So Jackson, my, my doggy over here is crying She wants to go home. Um, so these are different things that are happening. You know, these are different things that are going on around. Um, been pretty, Like I said, I've been pretty busy at work doing what I do. And uh, just trying to find the most efficient way to just do different things that are put in front of me. Because all things really demand a lot of time and attention, but it's easier said than done. It's something that you have to stay on top of. it. It's it's really not an easy thing, and you have to get pleasure and joy out of what you do. So you got to find, try to find a way to keep it interesting. And if you're not happy with what you're doing and the career that you have, try to find out where your strengths are so you can get out of that situation that you're in and try to better it slowly, man. It could be just a slow move. You might get a promotion on your job or... You just might find yourself, you know, getting getting a little side job, selling, you know, wallpaper or some, you know, siding or something like that. But whatever it is, you might find some kind of good money out of it and start doing well with it. That's really what's important. So, yeah, like I said, I'm sitting here. I don't want to overrun. I know this is kind of running short as a podcast, but um, we're well, gonna go with that. And uh, I do want to thank you for listening.